Come on, it's New Year's Eve. I know tonight you guys will all be celebrating like crazy, so why not celebrate this morning in church? The, the only thing that matters really in my life that I believe in is church, because here's the deal. We just got done worshiping, and we're going to continue to worship this morning. We've set up this Sunday as just kind of a time to, for you to reflect on what God's done in your life, to, to reflect on where you've come from this year, what, what has happened this year. We've, we've set this time up for you guys to just take some time to encounter God's presence. And I know that tonight, yeah, we're going to celebrate and we're going to go crazy with friends and family and it will be an awesome time for a lot of us. Well, like I just said, I, what is a year? Like, what are, what are we celebrating, right, tonight? But then we get into this time and this, this place and this space and the presence of God. I believe the presence of God is here. And, and for me personally, I can't help but sing, Right? I can't help but move around while I'm playing the drums. I'm doing two things today. It's awesome. My brain is like 1,000 miles an hour right now. Bear with me this morning. But I can't help but get a smile on my face remembering what God has done for me this year. I can't help but, but clap my hands a little bit louder for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for what he's done for me this year. Some of you all walked in here this morning just feeling empty, feeling like you just got hit. Some of you walked in here not sure what 2018 holds. I'm here this morning to tell you that 2018, God is going to do something great for you. God is going to move in ways that you've never seen him move before in your life. But he's looking for some faith to be put into some action. You with me? Faith in action. And so this morning, we're going to worship in a second, and I just, I challenge you to sing, to clap your hands to God, the one that will actually heal you when you need healing, <laughs> the one that will actually provide for you when you need provision, hello, the one that will actually come through for you when you need him to come through for you. His name is Jesus. No man, no political, nothing like that. Nothing can fix you, only Jesus Christ. And so this morning... When we wrap up this message, we're going to worship. And my prayer is that you guys would come along with us on this, to just feel God's embrace, his love. He's not doing this to any single one of you in this place this morning. He's like this, arms wide open, saying, come on, let me speak to you. Let me change you. Amen? I just got a short word this morning. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Proverbs 3. One through nine. Anybody thankful to be in church this morning? Come on now. Like Pastor Zach said, we just wrapped up an amazing year of 2017. We're believing that 2018 is going to be even better, even greater. This is a miracle. This is a walking miracle. I believe this. We're a church plant. We started with my wife and I and seven people with zero dollars. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, another time. We were dumb. Let me just say that. But we are bold enough to do it. Right? And look what God's done. Last uh, December 17th, this place was packed out. This place was an amazing time. And we saw salvation's hands lifted high for people to receive Christ for the very first time. So I don't know about you, but I'm pumped. We've seen salvations after salvations. We saw baptisms this year. It was amazing. It was awesome. And so I can't help but celebrate thinking about this year. So if I do this every so often, just go with me on it, please. Amen. Proverbs 3. Title of this short talk. I just want to call this a short talk. It's Resolutions that last. <laughs> Resolutions that last. Proverbs 3, 1 through 9 says this. My son, my daughter. For all you that are like, wait, what? My son and my daughter. Okay, anyways. Do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many, what? 
years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord. Many of you know this passage. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. How many of you need health to your body and nourishment to your bones? The word of God, following God can do that for you. We're going to talk about it. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will be brim over with new wine. Jesus, this is your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you allow this to come across the same way it's come to me. Father, let my words be your words. And I pray in the name of Jesus that as people walk into 2018, God, that they will acknowledge you in all their ways. God, that they will know that you are with them. You're guiding them. You're directing them. You're speaking to them. You're moving in ways that they can't even see. So, Father, be in this time. We love you and trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Resolutions at last. It's that time of year again, right? We all know. Where it's time to look back at what 2017 was all about, celebrate, have a great time tonight, do all that stuff like I said earlier. It's, it's that time of year. All you guys are going to be with family or friends, hopefully, and you're going to be able to talk about and And as soon as that clock strikes midnight, you're going to go nuts and kiss that special someone. Hello, I want to kiss you at midnight. Anyways, talking to my wife. Some of you are like, who's he talking to? It's my wife. I'm married. <laughs> Praise God for marriage. Some of you are going to just lose your mind at midnight, right? And you're going to remember, and that's awesome. And then the the first thing that's going to come to mind is, what is 2018 going to hold for me? You're going to immediately start to to tell your friends and your family, if you're you're like me, you're going to tell them the resolutions that you've made for this upcoming year. You're going to to put them out there for all to see. Maybe some of you will keep them quiet and hold them on to to yourself and just think, this is what I want 2018 to be like. I, I want my year to look like this. I want to be able to do this. I want to accomplish this come 2018. Anybody already started to make their New Year's resolutions? Hands up if you've made a New Year's resolution. Five of us. The rest of you have like, what, 12 hours? So go for it. And resolutions aren't bad, right? I, I'm not up here to tell you that resolutions that you make as a person are bad. I make resolutions. I, I, I make goals, right? I want to, to be a person that achieves certain things in life, and, and writing them down and putting them to paper for me holds me accountable to them. They're not bad, right? But... <laughs> 80%, 80% of your resolutions that you write tonight will be done by February 1st. You will not accomplish them. I swear I was going to make it all the way till the end of the year. February 1st comes, they're done. You're like, what was that resolution again that I made? You look back in June thinking, man, that diet that I was talking about, that workout plan, as I get into this bathing suit, this is just how I think, man, I should have really come through with that the whole time, all the way up to here. February 1st should not have come. But come February 1st, your resolutions will most likely be, be done. And you'll sit there and you'll go, man, I, I wanted to have a good resolution. I wanted to make this last. This morning, I, I read this passage of Scripture, 
And, I, and I've dwelt on this the past couple of days. My wife and I were away, and then I was speaking at a, at a retreat for a couple of days, a lot of traveling. And in that time of traveling, believe it or not, I got a lot of time of reflection as I'm driving or in a plane. And I was reading this passage of Scripture, and, man, it just jumped out to me. It, it was powerful in the sense of, what if we made some resolutions that are based off of God's word that are going to last? That's a good, really good place to say amen. What if this year we, we have our personal resolutions, but we look at 2018 and we look at Proverbs and we look throughout Scripture and we start to come to the resolve and revolu- resolution of making God's resolutions for our year this year? Anybody want to have God's promises and resolutions for 2018? I do. I really do. And so I'm just going to walk us through this. I'm not much longer, but I want to, I want to walk through some passages of scriptures and just maybe challenge you to take some notes in your phone. Write these down. Maybe these can be your resolutions. All of you that didn't lift your hands, you got them. You're welcome. You got them now. But the first one is this. Live in the commands of God and watch your days be numbered with peace. Live in the commands of God and watch your days be numbered in peace. 2018, I'm believing for peace in the city. Amen? It's a really good place to say amen there. You awake. In 2018, I'm believing for peace here in this city. Come on now. I'm trusting and believing for 2018 that there will be peace within my home and within my marriage and within this church and within the, the, the extended family that we have. I'm believing that peace will come to my life in 2018. Not peace like this world defines where everything is happy and go lucky and awesome. No, but no matter if it's good, no matter if it's bad, there's peace. No matter if I'm going through the storm or I'm just on the mountaintop, there is peace that surpasses what? All understanding. See, verse 1 through 2 says, My son, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years. Some translations say many days. Days. 2018, what are we going to walk through? Days. Where maybe, hopefully, some of us are going to get the year. Awesome. So as you walk through days, as you walk through the years, live in his commands because they will prolong your life many years and will bring you what? Peace and prosperity. Peace. I believe that some of you have, have had a 2017 that's just been filled with chaos. There's been moments where you're like, I don't think I can take another step. I think if I take a step, I'm truly going to fall down. And I'm here this morning to say, what if in 2018 you live off the resolution that, you know what, I want to follow God's commands. And in following God's commands, I will have what? Peace and prosperity. So JP, what are you saying? What am I saying? Your resolution this year? Get in this. Live in this. Soak this up. Man, some of y'all are single, highlight this thing. So when you come to church next time and your Bible's all highlighted and underlined, the person next to you that's also single will be like, wow, that's a man of God right there. I want to follow that man. But seriously, come to know this. I said it to a bunch of high schoolers. And if you look at this as a bunch of do's and don'ts, you're going to get a bunch of do's and don'ts. But if you look at this as a playbook of life and of promise and of hope, you're going to get what? Promises and hope to live in. And above all, you're going to get peace. When the storm comes, when it rages, you're going to have peace. So follow the commands of God and watch peace be numbered to your days. Amen? 
first resolution. Second one is this. Do not lose the grip on love and loyalty. Do not lose the grip on love and loyalty. It says this, may you then have favor with God and man. Verse 3 through 4 says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Such a powerful scripture. Some of y'all resolutions this year, not bad, is that you would find favor with man here in this city for your job, hello, for your career path, for that business you want to start. Y'all praying like, God, please help me have favor with so-and-so as I go and walk and talk with them. I need it. I've prayed that prayer before, right? Especially as a church planner in Chicago. This is the hardest county in America to plant a church. Just let it be known out there. The hardest. There is so much red tape that we have had to walk through. It's insane. But there have been times when me as a 30-year-old pastor, don't know why. (laughs) As a 30-year-old pastor, I've had to walk up to people in very high positions. Or I've had to write an email or make a phone call or sit before somebody for us to be able to keep moving forward as a church. And I go to this passage. Because <laughs> God, how am I going to talk to this man or woman? How am I going to be able to show them the heart of Oasis for the city? You know what Jesus tells me? Put on love and put on loyalty. Put on faithfulness. And watch me have favor among men and among God. You guys want to make some career moves? You want to take some steps in 2018? Which I'm praying for each and every one of you to do that. It's not bad to make moves and to, to, to move forward, to, 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 to build whatever platform you're a part of. That is not bad. Are you hearing me right now? We need you. <laughs> this city needs you. What you do in life, this city needs you because God wants to use you in that place and space. So as you go to those spaces and places, as you're a part of those places, and you're surrounding yourself with people, put on love, God's love, not your own love. Your own love will fail people. Oh, trust me. But if you put on God's love and you're like, man, God, you love me, so give me the eyes. This is a prayer, a part of this resolution. Give me the eyes and the heart to love others. Hello. Woo. Some of you are like, I don't want to pray that prayer. Because <laughs> then I'm going to be tested in that area of life. I don't want to be tested in that area of life. But watch as you ask God to put on love and ask, ask God through his Holy Spirit to, to give you a heart of, a, of loyalty. Watch him do it. Watch people start to talk about you in a good way. Woo. How many of you love when people talk about you in a good way? My hand's up. I love it. I'm kind of a people pleaser. I love it, though, but imagine if people that come to Oasis Church are better yet, forget the church, just followers of Jesus. Hello. Imagine if people in your city and in your spaces start to say, man, that person so-and-so is filled with love, and they're loyal. <laughs> they're loyal. They're, they're going to do the right thing. They're not going to cut corners. They're not going to kind of try to just get by. No, they're going to be loyal to what God has called them. And they're going to start to watch you and they're going to start to see you and they're going to start to know, hey, I want that. Whatever that is, I need that. Resolution number two, you with me? Don't lose the grip on love and loyalty. The third thing is this. Listen for God's voice. Listen for God's voice. He will keep you on track. I love that promise. It's hard to hear God's voice sometimes, right? Because of the hustle and bustle, because of the world that we live in today, because of the constant this, you all know what this is. Every single one of you know what I'm doing right now because we're all a part of that world. If you're not, good on you. Seriously, good on you. 
But we are just so glued to this and we're so glued to what's going around that we can't hear God's voice. He's speaking. He's speaking. He's chasing. He's pursuing you. He's trying to get a hold of your heart. He's trying to tell you all that he has for you. But we got to listen to God's voice. we got to fight through the chaos, through the noise to hear his voice. And when we hear his voice, he will keep our path straight. Verse 5 through 6, it's one of my favorite passages of scripture. It's underlined, it's circled in my Bible. And many of you know this, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Faith. Faith to believe and to trust God that he's going to do what he's promised you he would do. And lean not on your own understanding. Hello, (laughs) I'm not smart enough. I'm publicly confessing that to all of you. (laughs) I am not smart enough to pastor this church. I am not smart enough to lead this church. I am not smart enough or great enough to be the best husband. I'm not smart enough to be the best family member, the best friend. I am not smart enough. I'm not great enough. Confessional time. But when I have God's understanding, and when I listen to God's voice, I get a little bit better every single day. And in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. That word submit, some of you all just shut me off right there. I ain't submitting to nobody. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm my own person. I'm my own man. I'm I'm the woman. Whatever. Let me just ask you this. How's that going for you? Imagine if you just submitted to the king of kings, to the Lord. That's the one that's filled with love and of hope and of truth and of peace for your life. Imagine if you just submitted everything that you have planned for 2018 to God and you said, God, if I put my hand to this, it could be okay. But if you just touch this, just touch it, it could be supernaturally blessed. It could be supernaturally filled with favor and of grace. So God, I just need you to touch my plans. And God, if my plans don't align with your heart, just take them and just throw them into the, to wherever you want. Just, just get rid of them. I want your plans. But you got to listen to his voice. And he will keep you on the track. Is this encouraging you this morning? Second, fourth thing, second thing. Fourth thing is this. Run to God. Run from evil. <laughs> run to God and run as fast as you can the other way from evil. What am I saying? Run to God, try to flee from sin. Try to flee from sin. Verse 7 says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Evil. We believe in this church that there is a war that rages every single day for your life, for my life, for my mind, for my my heart, for me. It's just a war that we can't even see. Some of you are like, what? Another sermon, another time. But there's a true war, a spiritual war that, that Satan is trying to grab a hold of you to say, no, stop running towards God. Start living in the world where there's a lot more fun, a lot more excitement. Oh, man, it's going to feel so good. And we're forfeiting eternity for a momentary satisfaction. We are forfeiting the love of God for a momentary touch of fun? Why? Why? I'm asking myself this. This is like me talking to me. Why? (laughs) Not you all. You're like, man, he's really coming down on us this morning. It's New Year's. It's supposed to be a celebration. This is a celebration. Because I believe some of you are going to stop running towards evil, stop running towards sin, stop running towards the thing of this world, and you're going to make the resolution this morning that you want to run towards God with reckless abandonment, no matter who's telling you not to, no matter what's going on in life, you're going to say, you know what, I choose to go that way. Run towards God and flee from evil. The fifth thing is this, and this is the last one. Spiritual health and wealth begin with honoring God. 
Did he just say wealth and church? Here we go now. This I knew it. I was waiting for it. Just don't shut me out yet, please. Okay? Please. <laughs> Spiritual health and wealth begin with honoring God. Let me just read scripture and talk for a second. We're going to close this out. Do not be wise, verse 7 says, in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. If you do that, if you run towards God and flee sin, it says this. This will bring health to your bones. I didn't come up with this on my own. Scripture says this. This will bring health to your, to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Health and wealth. Follow. When you run towards God and you flee from evil, am I telling you that if you run towards God, you're going to have the biggest bank account in the whole world? No. <laughs> Please hear me on that. Does that mean you're going to have provision like never before? I don't know. <laughs> See what I did there? I don't know. But what I do know is that God keeps his promises. And God's word never returns void. So if you are running towards God and you're forgetting the things of this world, you're going to have health to your body, health to your bones, spiritual health to your body and to your bones. And you're going to be able to wake up, no matter if you're battling a sickness, no matter what you're walking through, no matter what's going on, you're going to be able to get up on two feet and stand firm in a spiritual, supernatural sense and say, I'm going to go after the things of God today. He will bring health to your bones, to your body and nourishment. If we what? Run towards God and we shun evil. And the second thing is this, it says it will, it will allow you, if you do that, and if you bring your first fruits to the house of God, that's what it's talking about. We take an offering because we believe it to be scriptural, not because we need your money, right? I don't want your money. <laughs> if you don't want to give it because you believe it's God's word and it's what he's called you to do, keep it, please. But if you believe, man, I could have some, some amazing things happen in my family. I could have provision for my family, for my household. Man, I don't know how we're going to pay this bill. But you know what? I'm going to walk into the house of God this year every Sunday or whenever you get to church. I'm going to put my first fruits into the house of God. And I'm going to watch God bless it. I'm going to watch God move in it. I'm going to watch God give me health and wealth for my family, for my, my situation, whatever the circumstances. See, we hear health and wealth and we think, oh my gosh, he's just talking about prosperity. No. I believe God's called us to live an abundant life. I believe Christians should have the best time in the whole world. We shouldn't just be sitting there like, oh, I can't go outside. It's so scary. Oh, I don't know what this is, God. I don't know. Instead of being having the best time in the world, having wealth and nourishment in our bodies to stand up on my feet and be like, you know what, God, you're good and you're worthy to be praised. And I'm going to follow you. I'm going to serve you. I want to love you with all my heart and not lean on my own understanding and acknowledge you in all my ways so that I can have the best life, the abundant life that Jesus Christ has called for each and every one of you. So this morning, we're going to worship. <laughs> we're going to reflect. I just wonder if we can take those resolutions and we can really just dwell on them. They'll be up on Instagram this week if you didn't write them all down, but I, I wonder if we can just dwell on these and make these a resolution of our life that, you know what, God, I want to follow your commands, but before I follow your commands, I need to know you. I need to allow you to come into my heart and to change me. So right now, we're going to just take a moment of reflection with every head bowed and every eye closed. We're going to reflect, and hopefully, my prayer is, is that the Holy Spirit's going to put in you some, some resolutions like these that are going to last you. But some of you are all in the room, and I'm just getting a sense that 
you don't even know who Jesus is. You've heard his name. You've heard the Christmas story. You've, you've heard him uh, do the miracles and the signs and wonders. You've heard all that, but you've never allowed him to come into your heart to be Lord and King over your life. And so this morning, with every head bowed and every eye closed, as we reflect, those that are, are reflecting on 2017, but those that have not made that decision to call Jesus your Lord, I want to give you that opportunity this morning. To just say, you know what, Jesus, I'm a sinful man and sinful woman. I need cleansing. I need washed. I need purified. I want to be brand new today. Today, you could start a brand new life. 2017's over. 2016's over. 2015's over. But 2018 can be a brand new start for you. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I believe the Spirit of God is speaking this morning. On the count of three, I just want you to slip your hand up as a, as a public confession of faith. The Word says, if you, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my Father. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, on the count of three, I want you to slip your hand up. If you want to renew your relationship with Jesus Christ or start a brand new relationship with Jesus Christ. One, he died for you. Two, he loves you. Three, he wants to spend eternity with you. If you're in the room, slip your hand up if you want to start a brand new relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Hands are up. Hands are up. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Anybody else? I see you in the back. Amen. 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 Why don't we all as a church pray this prayer together? Because heaven's going to rejoice the moment this happens. Heavenly Father, I receive you today. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean. I am your child. I choose you today and every day. May I walk with you. May I talk with you. And may you be before me always. Father, I love you. I receive your Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen.